What's up, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies betting picks and preview show for the Wyndham 2021 from Sedgefield Country Club. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry with me. We just buttoned up the DraftKings preview. We're here for the betting preview. The podcast juice is flowing. I got yes. some wild oh. leap, some wild leap running through my 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 Ooh, blood wild vessels. Leap. Yeah, I got a little bit of that. I see you're sipping on. Are, did you switch? Or are you still on wild leap? I got a little wild leap. This is a brew here. The great beer. The great fruit. Oh no, that's something different. You switching up the st- the the beers? Yeah, it's a little different. I can't remember which one it is, but it's wild leap. It's okay, good. praise God. Uh, as always, brought to you by our friends at FantasyNational.com, the one-stop shop for all your betting, golf betting needs, golf, DraftKings, whatever. If you spend a dollar, if you spend $100 on any sort of golf wagering, then you should have a Fantasy National membership. You can get a weekly membership, a monthly, an annual membership. And when you go to FantasyNational.com slash TJ, you get 20% off said membership. You can start off with a weekly membership if you love it. You can bump it up to a monthly, an annual membership, and you still get the 20% off bonus. It's it's fantastic stuff. So go to fantasynational.com slash TJ, put in the promo code Tour Junkies, let them know we sent you, and take part in uh, you know being basically having the best tools available. There's so many people on Fantasy National that if you don't have it, you're 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 losing already to the field. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. So yeah, we've been using them for years. Thanks to those guys for helping us out, Pat. Abraham answer wins in a playoff, and yet again, Woo! DB hits another one. Another one. Now, we did not talk about answer on this show, the betting show last week. We did talk about him. I talked about him in the DFS show. But then I wrote him up on DB's Big Balls betting card, which you can find for free every Wednesday. Every Wednesday for free. It's a five-minute read article. Or you can just scroll straight to the picks and tail them without thinking at all. You can just bet blindly with no thought. And if you did that all year for the 2020-2021 PJ Tour season that now has four events left, you would be up 56 units from just the DB's Big Balls betting card alone, Patrick. Okay? Now, what does that does that mean you're up, we're up $56? No, it's whatever your unit is, you Freaking, where's the button? <laughs> Dumbass. It's whatever your unit is, homie. I'm just saying, I I get it. I'm just I'm just letting the, the people know in the in the bit. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's fifty six dollars. That was like a question mm. to actually further clarify what you mean. So, well, for example, I write the betting card from the format of if you were a better and all you had was fifty dollars. So I'm thinking of like the average Joe dipping his toe into sports betting. If you had $50 a week that you were going to blow on golfers and you wanted to spend them on outrights and first-round leaders pre-tournament and you had big enough balls to not bet anyone shorter than 25 to 1, I tell you in that article, here's how I would allot my dollars. And last week, I put $7.5 on Abraham Answer at 40 to 1. I also put, I think, $8 on Harris English at 40 to 1. And I had Another six or seven dollars on Sam Burns at eighty to one. So I had English answer and Burns all on the card. Um, it was a great week. It was another great week. You know, we talked about this on the last show. You had your heater for a minute, and I told you it was going to transfer to me, and I think it has. One hundred fifty to one Cam Davis hit. One hundred twenty to one Sepp Straka hit. And now this Abraham answer. Let's keep it moving. I'm excited. DB's Big Balls betting card. It's the best. 
If you don't yeah. see it on the website, I tweet it, or it's on. It's in the Nut Hut every Wednesday. Every single Wednesday, yeah. it's, it's free. Yeah. It's I put a betting card Pat out tweets too, but too. it's kind of it's kind of random and it's last minute. And if you want to take it, you can. If you if you don't, I don't care. I really don't care. <laughs> okay. Um, real quick, let me let me say this real quick. I talked about this in the DFS show. This is the time of year, the new PGA Tour season starting in a few weeks. We start evaluating kind of the content that we're doing, how we're doing it. And we've done this now six years, and every year we ask for feedback. And we, we, a lot of times we take that feedback and we listen to it. And we put it into action. And there goes Pat. He's leaving. Um, but what, we want some feedback on with the new show uh, or with the new season, what would you like to see done differently with the podcast? Or what are the things that you really liked or whatever? Um, give us some feedback. Put it in the YouTube comments if you don't mind. If you're watching live, you have to hold your comments till after the show's over. But put it in the YouTube comments, or if you're listening on audio, send us an email, info at tourjunkies.com, or slide in our DMs or open on Twitter or Instagram. And just say, hey, guys, love the show. This is what I, you know, now we would prefer you do it respectfully and don't be a jackass. But, you know, respectfully, here's what I would like to see you guys do different. Here's what I don't like. Here's what I do like. Keep, keep rolling with that. We love the feedback, and we, we do read it, and we take it into consideration when we're thinking about the show because the new season is quickly coming. So what's going to happen is after the Tour Championship, we're going to have like a week or two off, and we got the Ryder Cup, and then it's like new PJ Tour season starts, and it's balls to the wall. So we're probably going to do like 50 podcasts between sept- the, after the Ryder Cup and August of next year. And we need like one more really good sponsor. So if you own a business or you know somebody that would benefit from a 98% male audience between the ages of 25 and 55 years old that love golf, that live in the United States and likely have some expendable income, uh, send them our way. Info at tourjunkies.com is the email. We need like one more good sponsor to partner with the Tour Junkies to help make us, uh, help, help the content improve, add some value to the listeners, help us to, uh, to take this baby full time. We can do more content. But we need, we need your help. So if you know anybody, send them our way. Or if it's you, come to us, info at tourjunkies.com. Let's, uh, let's partner up for, you know, for the next season. I think it'd be good stuff. Yeah, I'm with you. Pat, okay. tell us a little bit about the golf course. Not a lot, because we just did the, the, the whole the full Yeah, thing. we just did it. So I'll be real quick here. Sedgefield Country Club, they've played this course a long time on tour. And it is an old course uh, for the Wyndham Championship here in Greensboro, North Carolina. It's a par 70 playing 7,131 yards, so not very long by tour standards. It's a classic Donald Ross design. You got Bermuda grass, tee to green. It does typically rank, though, as one of the easier courses on tour. If you look at the past champs here, we had Jim Herman last year at 21 under, JT Poston at 21 under two years ago, then Sneds at 21, Stinson at 22, C. Woo at 21. So a lot of scoring on this course. There's not a whole, I mean, it's just not that difficult. I mean, it's just all right there, straight in front of you. They are, you know, tree-lined, you know, fairways and all the holes here. But they're not, I mean, the, the it's, it's not like it's that difficult to hit the fairways here. Um, it's all about approach, all about putting. You know, you typically get a lot of runoffs with Donald Ross greens, a lot of undulation there. Um, but these greens are actually pretty big compared to what you typically see with uh, Donna Ross greens and 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 his design. But you really just got to put your ass off this week, be great on approach, 
Um, both par fives are reachable this week, so they should be able to score here on those courses. For me, though, I'm just looking at, you know, your guys here that have good form, that have decent course history, a really course fit, I should say. Great in ball striking. Ball striking. Ball striking. Ball striking. Ball striking. And uh, approach and opportunities gain. So there you go. Yeah. I think, like you said, this is going to be a wedge fest and putting contest to make all the birdies you can make. Um, put it in the fairway. Easy to do. Length is not a real big advantage here. Everybody's kind of hitting to the same spots. You're just setting yourself up for that wedge into the green. Um, into these undulating kind of grainy Bermuda Donald Ross greens. So I do think looking at strong Bermuda putters is something to look at. But this is a wild card, man. This is long shot season potential. You know what I mean? This has real long shot season potential. I mean, last year you had, like, like Pat said, Jim Herman won at 600 to 1. You know, the, the guy was fading. The, the PJ Tour career was over. And then he comes out of nowhere and wins at 600 to 1. And he's playing in majors and WGC events for the rest of the year. It's insane. JT won at 100 to 1. Brant Snedeker and Henrik Stenson a couple years ago were our shorter numbers at 28 to 1 for Sneds and 14 to 1 for Stenson. When Siwoo Kim won, it was his first PJ Tour victory. He won at 150 to 1. Davis Love III won here before that at 500 yeah. to 1. Camilo, yeah, Camilo Vajegas at 125 to 1 and Patrick Reed at 80 to 1. So you can see over the last, like, really since they redid the greens um, in 2012, not a whole lot of short numbers here. I mean, Stenson at 14 to 1 and Snedeker at 28. That's it. The rest of them have been basically bombs. So this really could be anybody at this point with, with, all, with the high variance and the 20 under is going to win, 22 yeah. under is going to mm-hmm. win. This could be anybody. Keep an eye out on the weather. We'll see what happens there. But, um, you know, the other, the other factor is the whole FedEx Cup thing, which I don't think applies to a lot of guys in terms of betting outright, Pat. I'll get your thoughts on this because we didn't talk about this in the DFS show, obviously. But with the, with the FedEx Cup thing, I don't think it's going to matter for outright numbers, but I do think guys that need to have big finishes to make a big step or, or stay in the, the top 125 for a top 10 or top 20 bet, maybe some head-to-heads, I think it's worth looking at. I, I do agree. I think when you look at these guys that are right outside of here, um, and there's you know obviously several in the field. Some of the ones that I think you'll, you'll hear about are you know, your Ricky Fowler's, Camilla Vajegas, who you mentioned, um, you know, Roger Sloan, you know, the guys that are right there in that, you know, 125 to 140 range. I don't know if once you get out of that, like, like how much can you make up if you're at one outside of winning, if you're at like 170, like 170 has been on right now. Like what, what does he have to do? Like, I, like, I don't know if he can get in. Yeah, um, I, I like guys at 250 better than been on at 170. Yeah, I just think that there's there's some guys here though in this range though, yeah. that that need that need to play well this week. I think they're going to focus more. It's like a major for them because they they have to focus more. You know, a guy like a Vincent Whaley is at 139. Oh, I like a Vincent Whaley this week. It's going to kill me if he doesn't win. have his full full card next year. That's he gonna... scores. He scores a ton. He's a good scorer. So I just don't like. I, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get into some picks here in a second. I do want to 
remind the folks that our friends at Arnold Palmer Spiked are here for you. You know, you need to find you an Arnold Palmer Spiked somewhere, somehow, some way, in a town near you, at a store near you, an Arnold Palmer Spiked, because it's just that perfect blend of iced tea and lemonade. And you get the 5% alcohol by volume, made with real juice and brewed teas for a smooth flavor that's easy going. okay? Uh, you know, so if you're in the fairway, if you're in the rough, if you're, you know, OB like Bryson should have been the other day or whatever, it's a great, it's a great beverage, okay? Um, 5% ABV, it's a great balance too. So you get a little bit of alcohol, you can have a few of them, you know, responsibly, but you get good taste. Comes in multi-packs, tall 24-ounce cans as well. Perfect for sipping all day long. If you're on the, on the golf course, on the lake, something like that. Find an Arnold Palmer Spiked in a store near you at arnoldpalmerspike.com slash tourjunkies or sort, search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. That's arnoldpalmerspike.com slash tourjunkies. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee, malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. I always want to read that fast because I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, because that's what they do on the commercial, like really fast. Yeah. Um, All right, let's do this. Favorites. We're going to talk outrights first. Then I got a couple top 20s for you. And then we got our let them hang predictions. Um, I've also got some matchups that I see out early tonight. So we'll get rolling. This is going to be good. Uh, DB, can I say something? Sure, bud. Uh, I don't have any matchups. I know. I know. It was a busy day for me. Uh, I have a teenager that was being an asshole. Oh, yeah. Um, so Dumbass! I don't, have, I don't have matchups. I apologize. I apologize to the people. It's okay, buddy. It's okay, man. We got you. We got you. I'm gonna pick you up. Okay, I'm pick you up. But let's start with favorites up to twenty five to one. Uh, any outright favorites we like there, and then one guy to stay away from. Um, I am going to start, and I'm probably gonna make you mad here, but because I know you talked mm, about him, you're gonna BFS steal a guy from me. I know you're. Gonna no, I'm it. no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the guy to stay away from is Webb Simpson. No. Yeah, no. I'm, yeah. Well, actually, I say uh, no. Yeah, at ten to one. You slash. love him in DFS, but you don't want to bet him at ten to one. I don't want to bet. No. I, I'm with you there. You, nope. you, you just don't. Yeah, I mean, you, you no. can't with. Now Webb has has been playing better, but he's kind of like coming. He's like coming back around, right? Like we're we're all seeing it coming, which is good. He was dealing with a little bit of a neck injury there for a minute, miscut at the U.S. Open, miscut at the Rocket Mortgage, but then he he kind of heals up, comes back at the Open, finishes nineteenth, fifteenth last week at the St. Jude. The irons are still not great, which is, you know, I mean he's been he's been a little more consistent with the irons when he's been on his hot run, and obviously this is a golf course that. I mean, Webb literally just owns. Like, he's just, his, his, his daughter's named Wyndham. It's the thing. But the shortest events, in, the shortest odds in a field like this with the highest variance that you just about see on the PGA Tour, I mean, rewind it if you didn't hear me tell you the odds of the past winners here. And those are all while Webb is finishing, like, runner-up third, runner-up third, you know, recently. The world, the worldwide Webb? Okay, did you think that was going to be funny? Did you think that was going to be a hit? Or what was you? No, I just like the way you said that. You're like, all the wow, the web, the web, all the wow. I don't think I said that. I said, okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) And anyway, so that's my stay away play. (laughs) I think my play in this range, if if I got to pick one, and I honestly don't think I will pick one. But if I have to, it's going to be Kokrak at 25 to 1. Nope. Kokrak is 25 to 1 on points bet. I will say this too. This is another one of those weeks where between DraftKings and points bet, I, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a ton of back and forth. Like great, great number over here for DraftKings with this guy, and then the next guy below him, 
terrible number. Great number for points bet. Like a, a great reason yeah, to have multiple books. That's what drives me crazy when you're looking at two books, but or th- more than one book. Yeah, but, but you, you got to do that. Yeah. But it's, it's like yeah. for a, for a show, it makes it difficult. Yeah, I get that. Get that. Get that good number though, baby. Get that good number. Kokrak, uh, obviously two-time winner on the PGA Tour so far this season. Great record at the Wyndham. He's got a 15th, a 6th, a 16th in his last four starts at the Wyndham. Uh, he's played this event seven times and missed the cut twice. The ball striking is always pretty solid. And the last four times he's played it, he's, he's gained strokes putting. And the putter is heating up at the moment as well, uh, gaining strokes on Bermuda and playing good. So I think Kokrak at 25-1, to 1, you know, I'm not going to bet these favorites. I'm probably not even going to bet Kokrak at 25-1 to 1 in this tournament. But if I got to, that's where it's going. Okay, well, I will start with the guy that I will play here, and that is Patrick Reed at 20 to 1. I like that number for Patrick Reed. Uh, that's where he is on points bet and DraftKings Sportsbook. So I think that's a good number. I mentioned him on the DK show as being uh, maybe a lower owned GPP play. Obviously, has great history here, has all the, the skill sets to win on this course. So I like him at 20 to 1. The guy I would avoid. Um, outside of Webb, because I do agree with that from a betting standpoint, um, I think that for me, and I know I know this is going to be an unpopular take, but I'm not going to get on Brian Harmon this week. I know he's at 25 to one. I just don't. I, I'm not a fan of Brian Harmon. That seems like week. a short number for Brian Harmon. It, it, it's it's and he's a short 20, guy. He's cockbite, but you know we all yeah, know he's, he's cockbite. To, yeah, but you know what? We don't need to we don't need to shame him just because he's short. DB. Well, okay? well. I mean, you know, he's super short though. He's a really short. He's guy. like he's like. We have both stood next to him in person, and I am like even <laughs> I'm like much taller than him. He is like circus level short. But I don't know if I would say circus level. I don't know if you can you say that. Can you say circus oh, yeah. level? Like, are you are you calling him a a circus freak? A little a little person? Uh, no, but he's very close. He's very close. Okay, he's he is. Uh, Sam says there, that he's okay. Are, are you five seven, Sam, no, or is he five seven? Let me just tell you that if anything about him says he's five seven, that is a lie. That's a flat yeah. out lie. No, he is not five seven. If that's what his PJ Tour profile says, so Sam says that's a lot. Sam Sam's five ten. Okay, Sam. All right, so I I thought Sam just put up in the chat that he was five seven, and I was like, are are you are you mad at us now? No. But apparently he's not. There's no but way Sam's Brian Harmon is five. Sam's good. Sam's good, and he is not offended. Okay, just so everybody knows, producer Sam is not offended. Okay, move on by this talk. Anyway, um, I'm gonna fade in this range, Brian Harmon, and my pick is going to be Patrick Reed. That's all I got. I mean... Okay. Okay. I don't know what to think about Patrick Reed yet. I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether... I'm not sure. He's playing a lot of golf, for sure. I know he's trying to lock in his his Ryder Cup standings. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to firm that up, maybe. He Obviously, he plays well here. He loves this place. Yeah. Um. He seems like he's, he's just played a lot of golf, traveled a lot, you know? Okay. You gotta it's feel like he catches up to him at some point. Isn't he like our age? Is he close to 40 yet? Who? Patrick Reed. Producer Sam, how old is Patrick Reed? Isn't he getting close? Yeah. He was at ASU when I was there. Right? He's actually not that tall of a guy. Patrick Reed? No, no he's, he's, not he's more portly. No way. He's 31? 31? No way. 31? 
then maybe he was not there when I was there. Okay. Clearly well, he was not. Anyway. All right. Let's okay. Move let's move on. on. Uh, next, next segment we're going to look at is, uh, you know, over 25 to one up to 75 to one. I got a lot more in here that I kind of like. Yeah, me too. What do you, uh, I want to ask you about a guy though that, that we may not get to, but what do you think about Willie? Will Willie, Willie's Alatoris 28 mm. to one, uh, playing in his last event of this season. He's got to win to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. Before now, he would be 26th in the FedEx Cup standings on the verge of Eastlake, but he's got to win if he wants to play next week and have a chance to compete at Eastlake for $15 million. What do you think? Yeah, I I get it, um, but I'm not on Willie Z this week. I think that... um... He's just, it's its just not happening. We're just, let's just go on to next year with Willie Z. I mean, he's going to get you're in just, plenty of tournaments. You're fatigued on Willie? I'm fatigued on Willie. Uh, and I like, I like Willie. I think he's, he's a fantastic golfer. I don't want to play him at 28 to one though. And so I'm out. I'm out on him. Yeah, uh, the putting the putting worries me having to make some All putts. of his stats, all of his stats for this tournament don't work work well. Yeah, uh, well, the irons are pretty sharp, I think, right? I mean, but the the putting worries me a little bit in a tournament where you gotta you gotta be twenty two under. I don't know. With with only two par he's one hundred thirteenth in the field in opportunities gained. How is he not scoring that much? Because he can't put. Well, I guess are we gonna start, start to talk about Willie Z as being a better player on more difficult courses, yeah. even though he's like unbelievable with his approach and his ball striking? It kind of feels because like that's it. Th- that's that's what it feels like. For him, yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. I agree. Uh, I do like. Uh, I'm going to work down the board here. I like. I, I like Charles Schwartzel a good bit at fifty to one on points bets. The better number there. Uh, shockingly good year for Charles Schwartzel. Like yeah. playing really well right now. Um, and and checking checking boxes, man. Like he's he's his ball striking has been solid. Uh, approach play has been good. So I think I like Charles at fifty. I like. Here's a guy that I haven't named. I haven't talked about all night, but I'm gonna talk about him right now. I got a little thing in the betting market because I just I, I don't know. I, I feel like this kid is ready to break out, and that's Taylor Gooch. The Gooch mm. is loose at sixty to one on points bet. Gain strokes with a flat stick. Uh, irons have been very good lately. Very pretty solid all year. Um, putting is coming around. It's just about finding some fairways for Taylor Gooch. If he can find a few more fairways, we are in business. You know what I mean, man? We are in business. But maybe he can scale it back a little bit this week, dial back the driver. You know, when Henrik Stinson won, he didn't even bring a driver. He left it out of the bag. He's played here three times, missed the cut his first two attempts, finished 25th last year. And, uh, and just in ball striking, gained like 6.7 strokes ball striking at this place last year. And I feel like Gooch has been close. I like him at 60-1, to 1, so I'm going to roll with him. All right, I got a few here in this range that I really like. Um, you know, on the shorter end, I like Sung J.M. I mentioned him on the DK show. I think at 30-1, to 1, that's a good number for him. This is a great course for him as far as just like course fit. So, yeah, Sung J.M., 30-1. to 1. A couple others. You mentioned Charles. I'm a I'm a big fan of Schwartzel this week. I think he's uh, you know, this is just a, a perfect course fit for him. Kevin Strillman is at fifty to one. 
You know, we haven't seen Strillman win in a, in a while, um, but this is another good course fit for him at 50 to one. He's had a fantastic season all year long. Um, I, I just think that's a good number. And I just really could see him possibly winning this week. And then the last guy that I'll mention uh, at uh, 65 to one is Mito Pereira. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I like Mita. Do you remember me fading him in the last episode, or were you, you probably weren't paying attention? No, I remember you fading him. He was like care. the like I was biting my lip fading him though. Like I'm not I'm not crazy about it, but I'm selling high, Pat. Remember, I'm buying. We're buying low, and what? No, he's also seventy to one on points bet, so a little bit higher there. But I still like that. And right next to him, it's seventy to one, Patton Kazar. That's the last one. Last one I'll throw. So <laughs> Mito and Patton Kazar right there at seventy to one. I hate the Kazar play. Okay, Isn't he like care. horribly inaccurate right now off the tee? Is he struggling off the tee a little bit? Uh, you don't he have to be that way. accurate this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. No, no, yeah, you, you don't. do. You have to no, hit it in don't. the fairway. Yes, no, and he sucked no, at that no. lately. The rough is the rough is like literally nothing here. Nothing. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, uh, I don't like the Kazire bet. Maybe, maybe we can, maybe we can find a bet against him. I don't like it. Okay. Um. 76 to 1 or up to 125 to 1. I think Joel is an auto an auto bet right now. At 100 to 1 mm-hmm. on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Like he's coming off that first win. He went stupid low at the Barracuda one of those rounds. Ended up finishing T7. He's in the birdie making mood right now, you know. Sometimes you know, you might look at your wife and be like, "Hey, I'm in the baby making mood tonight, honey. Let's do this. Let's go make a baby. You know, mm-hmm. and if that, you're gonna, that baby's going to become a teenager. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, you know, you see that. Just in the, remember that when you're thinking yeah. about being in baby making mood, sexy time. Yeah. Yeah. You see that in the movies, though. You know, they look at him and go, let's make a baby. You know, and I think Joel is looking at Gino, you know, basically every hole and going, Gino. And he's giving him those kind of dirty eyes. And he's saying, let's make a birdie. And Gino's going, mm-hmm. okay, daddy. And then they go and do it. Like, Joel's, Joel's feeling himself right now. When Joel's feeling himself, I think you roll with it. I like it at 101. If for any reason we feel like you should not do that, we'll let you know in the nut hut. But I, I love that number at 101. And um, a guy that almost, almost, I mean, he could have won it on Sunday. He had some troubles. He had some troubles. Could have won it on Sunday at the Barracuda, but he's been playing well, and he's at 80-1 to 1 on points bet. Adam Schink blew it mm. on Sunday late at the Barracuda after a fantastic Saturday. Um, you know, Schenck, not a great record here, but he's, I feel like he's improving as a player here. Uh, fourth place finish at the Barbasol. I mean, sorry, at the John Deere, and then uh, was in contention last week, so kind of felt it a little bit. And I think you, keep, I think you ride the hot form Tita Green, he's been really solid, and the Bermuda putting is definitely there. The weakest part of his game, if you look over the short term and the long term of his PJ Tour career, is just strokes gain around the green. But I think that's a very unimportant stat here. When, when 22 under is winning, what's the point in figuring out strokes gain around the green to like get up and down to save par? You know, because that's not going to get it done. So I think this is an interesting spot for Shank at 80 to 1 on points bet, and that'll, uh, that'll do it for me. All right, I'll give you a couple here in this range. 
Uh, I mentioned Brian Stewart on the bet or on the DFS show. I like him. He is uh, right around a hundred to one. I think that's a good number for him. Um, you know, how are we not talking about Lucas Glover in the year that he's having? He just okay. burned he, me. That's why he, he I, I, just he pissed me off. He just won a few weeks ago, and we're getting him at around a hundred to one, and he's a winner on tour within the last few weeks. And then like, I, I think he. He's at least worth throwing a, a few a few dollars on. I think it makes sense for him. Um, who else? In I here played him in my w, in some WGC lineups, and he pissed me off. Okay, well, Patrick Rogers also around. You love some Patrick one. Rogers, boy. Yeah, I think one day he's gonna win. God, what? Yeah, you talk. About, you talk to me about Luke List. Never won anybody any money. Patrick Rogers has been doing that longer than Luke List. No, that's bullshit. No, Luke yeah. List and Patrick Rogers are like one and the same. As a matter of fact, they they are like literally the same person. And I just happen to like Patrick Rogers better than <laughs> yeah. I like Luke List. Yeah, <laughs> so. they are the same person. You're right. Luke, anyway. Luke's wife All is right. probably hotter though. Yeah, although got, I've, seen, I, I've seen I, Rogers' wife, but Luke's. I got a few longer. They are both hot. They are. Let's not. Yeah. I got a few longer shots uh, here. Hold on, let me. I'm I'm looking at something real quick. Oh my gosh! Guess how many records Fantasy National has for PGA Tour events played by Patrick Rogers? 179. Guess how many they have for Luke List? 180. 178. <laughs> <laughs> I told you Patrick Rogers has been doing it longer than Luke yeah. List. <laughs> my God. Um, hey, uh, thank you, Scott Anderson. He says, well, I've never, yeah, I've never we've been... We've done so- that before, actually. What? He says y'all should do a show where DB and does a PP impression, and and then I do oh. a DB. We've done that before. No, it's, that's it's, the role reversal show. We did it. Um, well, it's like not really just, impressions though. We just take the other person's role and like kind yeah. of persona. It's so exhausting to be Pat for a full hour. It's long very show. exhausting to be DB because I got to do a lot more work. <laughs> so. Yeah, you got to do a lot more work, and to be Pat, yeah. I just have to like constantly yeah. be like getting triggered about somebody in the chat or getting pissed off at at me for something or yeah, you know. there's a lot of stuff yeah that's a great idea scott but we're not gonna do it great idea scott <laughs> we're, we're already doing it i was actually gonna say scott said he's never been so convinced to play a guy as i am now for joel fine job there you're welcome yeah. you know that's what i'm about I'm, I'm, I'm here to convince you to f up your lineup well, thank right. you scott appreciate it now I, i've been kind of going light so far but this is the part of the betting card I'm pounding, and that's the long shots, baby. Long shot season bombs uh, yeah, yeah. over 125 to 1. I mean, I am way more geeked up about everyone in this range than just about everyone I've named so far, other than Joel. I mean, I, yeah, I just think this is a week. You know, my betting card, the, the, the Big Balls betting card article, by the time I, I shop all the odds and I do all the research and I read all the press clippings from all the players and I've talked to all our caddy friends on the grounds, I've done all the bull to like research it, and I've got the players narrowed down, the last thing I really want to do is give you a paragraph-by-paragraph paragraph write-up on every player of why you should play them, which is why you've noticed lately I've just been doing a quick intro and then giving you the damn picks, okay? This week will be a week I am definitely not going to write it up because this is probably going to be one of those cards. Like last week's card had maybe seven or eight names on it total. This week's card is probably going to have like 10. 
because I'm going to spread out the unit over all these bombs. You know, I just want to have a lot of exposure to these bombs. So that's what's okay. going to happen. All right, Pat. 125 to 1 and longer. Uh, I got a lot of guys in here. Um, Should I go first? Yeah, you go first. All right, because I don't have many, because we all know that I didn't do as much research this evening. Um, I I like uh, Vincent Whaley at 150 to 1. Uh, we saw him you know, score a ton last week uh, at the Barbersaw. I think that's uh, a decent play there. I like... Um, I, I like another guy here at 130 to one in that range, but I'm not going to say him because I think you are. So I'll leave him to you. Who Scott uh, Stallings? I was going to say Scott Stallings. Yep. Yeah, I like Absolutely. it. I like it. So I was going to say him. Uh, a couple others though that I think are interesting. I think Adam Hadwin's interesting at 150. I to had one. him written down, and neither one of us talked about him on the DFS show. Yeah, I like Hadwin at 150 to one. I think that's a good number as well. I have it. There's another guy at 150 to one. I'm going to leave to you. The last one I'll say is uh, Sam Ryder at 180 to one. I think has a good chance to like. If you look at Sam Ryder on like courses that you got to score on. Um, it, it, he's he's so up and down, like he's not going to be a consistent cut maker or anything like that. But I think Sam Ryder is just the type of guy that could win on a course like this at 180 to one, get his first tournament win. So I will stop there with him. Okay. Uh, and apparently Sam says, after extensive, producer Sam, after extensive analysis, I've determined Patrick Rogers has a hotter wife. And she was in a Harry Potter movie. Wow, I did Wait, not. Wait, she was in a Harry Potter movie? I did not know that. Like, we're going to have to go back on this, Sam, later, because I'm a big Potter fan. I have to admit, sorry for all you people. That was so cool. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not, and no one but, did, but, uh, except for Jimmy Joe Caps. He's the only one. Anyway, I'm a Potter fan, and I didn't know she was in that any movies, so I'll have to check that out. She is, she is that, but, uh, man, I don't know. No, not Ted Potter. Shut up, Scott. Uh, Sam, we need to talk you're... offline. I'm going to convince you offline of uh, that you're you're wrong on that. All right. Um, in terms of some of these bombs, I, I think I, I said this earlier. I guess like I think for some of these guys on the bubble in the in the FedEx Cup standings, the top 20s maybe a better play. But a couple of names here are, are in that bubble, either like just inside the top 125 or just outside of it and have a chance to get in uh, that I do think can win because they have experience being in, you know, in the final groups before and they're, they're kind of known, known guys on the tour. The first one is Scott Stallings. You mentioned 131. I like him. Um, Bryce Garnett at 150 to 1. I like him. He's at 119 in the FedEx Cup standings. Bryce Garnett is an accurate driver of the golf ball. He loves wedge competitions and putting competitions. He's had a good, decent season so far. He's won on the PJ Tour in an alternate field event, but he's won. And uh, he's at 150 to 1, so I like that. Um, Henrik Norlander at 150 to 1 is another one I like. Now, Henrik is safely within the top 150. He sits at number 84. But he's top 15 in strokes gained ball, uh, approach and fairways gained and his putting on Bermuda. Bermuda's his best surface, and he's been putting well on that. And he's been in a couple final groups this season. I think Norlander is for sure in play at 150-1. to one. Um, I like your Hadwin call. 
I'm going to give you two bombs at 250 to one. One is a previous winner at this golf tournament, Mr. Camilo Vajegas mm, at 150 like to one. Yeah. He's won this event before. He is on the outside of the FedEx Cup bubble at 129 out of the out of the top 125. So he's a few. It's within reach. So you know he's going to come here ready to go. Like, okay, I need, you know, I need to get like a top 10 to guarantee myself. I, you know, that I, I leapfrog some guys and I get in here. But he's also been around the game long enough that he knows how to close the door when he gets close. He hasn't been very close. I will say that. But this is one of those events that could just happen. And, and he's got some magic here before, so I like it. I'm going to go with Camillo at 250 to 1. Now, the next guy I'm going to give you is I, I don't understand why he's at 250 to 1. I think he could be one of the most mispriced names in this field. He's at 250 to 1 on DraftKings. Let me see if he's still there. If he is, I think you grab him. Yep, he is. Or maybe you grab his top 20 number or something. KH Lee. Mm. Is two fifty to one. He's one fifty to one on points bet. One fifty one on points bet. Two fifty one on DraftKings. He just won. He won the Byron Nelson. He came out of nowhere, won the Byron Nelson. You say, oh well, that was back in May. Okay, well, two weeks ago he finished sixth at the three M Open. He's he's he finished runner up at the Waste Management earlier in in the year in February. Like K H Lee could come out of nowhere and win this thing. Like, if Jim Herman can win, he can win. And he's 250 to 1, or if you want a top 20, let's see, what's his top 20 number? Uh, top 20 number, he's 10 to 1. Him and Camillo are one. both 10 yeah. to 1. I think that's, that number on DraftKings has got to get shorter. I, I think that's going to get shorter. Wait, where are you getting 10 to 1? 10 to 1, top 20. Oh, top 20. Yeah. I thought you were talking about that. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for the outrights. Uh, some other top 20s I think I'd look at. Uh, I think Joel at 4-1 to one is definitely a number I would I'd be excited about. Um, Mark Hubbard is on the outside looking in as well. Homeless Hubs. Homeless Hubs is, he's down there, man. He's, he's 143 in the FedEx Cup, so he has got to make a move. Um, but he's been playing a little bit better. He's a great putter. He's five to one as a top twenty, and then there's a nice little contingent at six to one. All of which we mentioned: Hadwin, Norlander, and Garnett at six to one. So if you're looking for bomb top twenties, I mean these are better bets than your you know freaking NFL games you're going to be pounding in yeah. a couple of weeks. Like why why would you not do that? And I've got a few matchups, Pat. You want to hear them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pat, I'll mm-hmm. throw you the matchups. You tell me what sides you like. Even money. Joel Damon and Ryan Armour. Joel Damon. Thank you. I don't understand that one. I mean, I do get that Ryan Armour checks a few boxes, accuracy, uh, putting. Um, but, I mean, you just talk about caliber of player. I don't think it's even close. And, and it's the same. I saw that number, and I'm like, what, what, what am I missing? Yeah. So, yeah. I like that. Okay. All right, here's one that we might. What's the next? Willie Z. Plus money, plus a hundred, versus Russell Henley at minus one twenty. I would go Russell Henley. Take the minus. I think I'm taking plus money. I'm taking the mm, plus money on nope. on a guy like Willie Z. Nope. Okay. All right. With a little disagreement there. Uh, Poston, plus money, plus one hundred versus Sebastian Munoz at minus one twenty. I like Poston there with the plus money. I do too. Uh, a little more accurate off the tee. Sebastian may struggle with that a little bit. Um, yeah. Here's one I think we can agree on. Even money, Charles Schwartzel versus Adam Scott. 
Charles. Yep. I think we can agree easily, on that one. Easily. Uh, even money. Brant Snedeker, Tommy Fleetwood. Mm. Tommy's on the. He, he, he's got. I think I'm going to go Fleetwood there. Really? I, I think I like Fleetwood. Where do you think I'm going to go? You can't go Snedeker. I you, can't. You shit I want on Snedeker, Snedeker every Dude, time. Yeah. I actually kind of want. I, I kinda, I'm going to have a piece of Snedeker this week. Okay. I would go Fleetwood there. All right. I kind of like it. All right. Last one. Even money. Kevin Strillman, uh, Johnny Vegas. Strillman. That's I know no, Vegas has been very hot. That's I, a no I think brainer. Vegas has been great, but I'm all about Strillman. This, this is not a, a, a golf course for Johnny Vegas. It, it's, not a, it's not ideal for Johnny Vegas. Yeah. Uh, so the people in the chat are demanding a bet. A bet. Okay. So, so what, right. I totally disagree with you on the Pat and Kazire call. So I would, I would, I would put up no, somebody. Wait, I thought they were, though, they were talking about the. Oh, the matchup. The, the matchup. Oh, they Willie Z versus Russell Henley? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll do that. And I went Henley and you went Willie Z. Oh, that kind of scares me, though. Because I get plus, I got, I'm getting plus money on Willie Z. Was there an even money matchup we were, we were off on? Oh, yeah. Tommy Snedeker. There we go. Tommy said, okay, I'll go Tommy. Yeah, that's, a, that's weird. I'll go Tommy. Sam, do you want to um, show them what we've got? Okay, Guys, this is a very up? high, this is, we're a very high budget operation. Everybody needs to know, we don't, we don't, we don't dick around, okay? Like, we, we got lots of money, and we're, you're about to see it. There it is. Look at that. Look at that bad boy right there. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. What are we calling this? The, um, the betting wheel of of punishments or something i'm kind of nervous now i didn't realize we this is gonna happen look at this it's got look at oh man that's beautiful so sam is gonna spin the wheel and whatever it lands on is the penalty and i'm nervous about this i can't yeah, i can't read nervous. all of them but all right so i have fleetwood and you have um snedeker straight up you have snedeker this is okay this is are we doing uh, it like we did our our last bet where if they tie for the tournament the tiebreaker is DraftKings points scored I think we should do DraftKings point point scored as the tiebreaker, but under par would be the original. What? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, maybe you guys could type in the chat what you think the name of the wheel should be. Oh God, oh, I'm, I'm nervous. Wait, about this. where's the arrow? Point it's out the point top. out the arrow, dummy. It's the big red arrow. Oh, I see it. I see it at the top. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Sam's gonna spin it. That's a terrible spin. What does it say? Drink a 40 of malt liquor. 40 ounce of malt liquor. (laughs) There we go. That'd be the podcast juice next week. Uh, That's actually better than the one next to it. Now it's better. I got to be honest. The the baby food, the baby food challenge, I could not. And then we had ranch water right next to it. Yeah, ranch water is not good. Baby food with my gag reflex would not be good. Um, yikes. All right. So the loser is going to, uh, going to have to buy some, some, a 40 ounce malt liquor. That's the podcast juice next week. Fantastic. Can't wait for that. Uh, we do have our last thing we're going to do tonight is our let them hang predictions. Mm. I got one. Can I admit something? (laughs) I don't have it. As soon as as you went, as soon as you went, "Hmm." I I knew (laughs) as soon as you went, "Hmm." I totally knew. Uh, good God. Um, all right, I got one that I feel good about. And Pat, I think you're actually going to feel good about it. No, no, you're not going to feel good about the outcome of the bet, but you're going to be like, hell yeah, I want that to happen. You know a guy 
that loves a good accuracy course, you know, a guy that says, hey, do I have to bomb, bomb the, the, the ball all over the place, as Pat would say? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sir, you do not. And he would say, oh, sweet. I want to go play there because I'm really good at hitting it straight, not very far, and I'm pretty good with my wedges, and I'm pretty good with my putter, and I can get nuclear hot at times. I just have a hard time putting all four together. You know who a guy like that would be, Patrick, that we know? His name would be Scott Brown. Old Brownie Dog. Scott Brown is my let him hang prediction. He is a 149th. Where is he? Nope. Nope. Wrong, wrong. Worse than that. 159th in the FedEx Cup standing. That's a long way. Okay. Brownie, I'm pulling for him to get in that top 125. He is 100 to 1 to finish top 5. I went with top five because as much as I'd love to see Brownie win, I don't think I'm going to see Brownie win, like close the door. But you got to believe he's going to be giving it all he's got on a course that's as good a shot for him as any course could be. And if he's giving it all he's got and he can put four together through Sunday, I think he can be in the mix. And a top five, at a top five, 100 to one, again, I don't feel great about the, I don't feel great about the win. But being in the mix, if he can do it uh, for Brownie, I think could be a thing. He just finished fourth at the John Deere just three weeks ago, uh, Brownie did. He has a third-place finish here in 2015. He's played here all the time. He plays here almost every year. He doesn't do great, but he plays here almost every year. And almost every year, he gains strokes off the tee. He struggles with the irons. So top five, Scott Brown, 100-1. to one. That's my let him hang prediction. I like it. Okay, good job. Pulling for Brownie Dog. Okay. All right, that's it for the Tour Junkies. Uh, we appreciate it. I would say, oh, oh, Sam wants us to do this real quick. Our favorite picks. Just pick your favorite. The favorite ones we gave out of the ones we hit tonight, I would say mine would be, I think the KH Lee value at 250 to 1, if you can jump on it right now, you do it, uh, as well as the 10 to 1 outright, you, or uh, 10, 10 to 1 top 20, you do it. Uh, I like Norlander at 150 to 1. I like Damon at 100 to 1. Stallings at 130 to 1. Charles at 50 to 1. I'm going to live in that triple digit range. That's those are my those are my favorite. And the Joel Damon top 20 4 to 1 number. All right. Well, I am I am a huge fan of Sung Jay him this week and i like him at 30 to 1 so i'll give you a little shorter odds guy there and then um also like streelman a lot at 50 to 1 big fan of that number and then if i'm going a little bit longer odds i think that i would say um jeez i don't know i guess i'm gonna have to continue with the patrick rogers theme and go oh, with him God. about 100 to 1 100 that is so stanky so. That's so stanky. Um, shout out to our friends at Relief Factor because, you know, you got aches and pains. You're probably aching from playing too much Patrick Rogers, if we're honest. You know what I mean? Uh, and the leading health clinic in Seattle invented a 100% drug-free Relief Factor, and it contains four ingredients to help you activate a different metabolic pathway. Pat, you've always needed a different metabolic pathway, if I'm honest, uh, to help your body's natural response to pain and inflammation. Tens of thousands of people are using Relief Factor. In fact, our boy John 
says relief factors relieved his pain in his shoulders and his knees, and he's able to pursue hobbies like playing golf and going fishing. I've been taking it for almost a month now. When I wake up, I'm not as stiff. I'm more limber when I go to the gym. I'm feeling better about myself, about my limber, my, my limberness. Uh, so if you got everyday aches and pains, Relief Factor is 100% drug-free and designed to be taken every day so you can get out and stay out of pain. The only way to know, though, if Relief Factor is going to work is if you uh, do what I did and try it for yourself. The best way to do that is to order a three-week quick start. It's discounted to $19.95 plus shipping and handling, so it couldn't be easier to try for yourself. Go to relieffactor.com slash tourjunkies, all one word, and order a three-week quick start. You will be glad you did. Again, to claim the three-week quick start for $19.95, go to relieffactor.com slash tourjunkies. Check it out. Get more limber. Get less hurty. You know, don't yeah, be limber. Don't be so hurt. You know, I'm a very limber individual. Did no, you know you're that? Not. No way. I am way more limber than you, I bet. Really? I mean, I'm not yeah. that limber, so I, that's not a big deal. Yeah, I can do some shit. Like what? what? What could you do? I could throw a split down right now. Stop. There is no way you could throw a split down. There is no way. Yeah, I could throw a split down. I could do all kinds of There is shit. zero chance you could do a split. I, I do not believe it. You can video it when we're done. There's no way. I, yeah, I, I could, I could split. I could do all kinds of stuff. You know, I had, I had a, some gymnastics days. Yeah, I remember I was, that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Man, dude. No, you don't think I'm limber? No, I don't. I don't think I. I, I could sit here and touch my toes yeah. on the like, and and put my feet, my hands flat to the ground. Are you serious? Today at forty four yeah, years like, old? Right now, I could do that. At forty four. Yeah, I'm limber. I told you that. Kissler says a banana split. I think that's probably right. Kissler's a shit bag. <laughs> Dude, there's no way you can do a split. Are you just talking trash right now? No, all right, it's time for us to go. <laughs> I need you to you video. Don't... We need a video of that. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see you bounce a little bit. Bounce, bounce. bounce. You know, some bounce. I could throw a I, uh, twerk it. <laughs> All right, that's enough. I didn't even know we were going to get to that point, but you mentioned I wasn't limber, and I was like, I wait, wait a second. I'm limber. I've known you for six and a half years. I did not know that. All right, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, leave a comment in the YouTube if you don't mind. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a subscribe. Check out DB's Big Balls betting card and uh, all the other good stuff. You know, Pat's Fantasy Golf Sommelier video that he may or may not do this week. And, you know, I understand if you don't catch it this week because you don't, it's not consistent. So you don't look for it every week and it just kind of surprises you when you do find but it. But it's so really you can, good. You can check but that it's out. It's really good. Um, or, you know, there's other stuff. Chalk Bomb email. Actually, that's something we didn't talk about this week. Freaking Chalk Bomb has been solid the last two weeks. Nobody says a freaking word. Nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. Chalk bombs have been good. No, no one well, says that's a how word. it goes. That's the way this goes. You guys are unbelievable. All right, have a great week. May your screens be green for the Wyndham Championship 2021. Get them bets locked and loaded. See you. Out. <laughs>